Hello and welcome. I'm Matthew from Rosie and Rosie, investment property specialists helping you invest in property with confidence. Today we're talking to Tyson De Silva from Ace Body Corporate to discuss all things strata and community titles and body corporate management. Welcome Tyson and thank you for joining us. Yeah, hi Matt. Good to be here. Tyson, I'm often asked by people looking at purchasing an investment property, what are the implications of buying a strata or community title dwelling? And that's what we'd like to cover today. But before we get started, tell us a little bit about yourself and Ace Body Corporate. Yeah, so my name's Tyson De Silva. The company's Ace Body Corporate Management. The company's been around 25 years, and it was first uh, it first begun in Victoria. So 16 years ago, my mother and myself decided to take a franchise. Uh, we love property. We love all things about property. And taking a franchise to, to manage strata title properties was ideal for us. So 16 years we've been operating in South Australia and we've got properties uh, that we manage you know, from Roxby Downs, Port Augusta, Wyala, all through Adelaide Metro, out to Mount Gambier, Robe, Murray Bridge, Tail and Ben. So we manage property from all sides of South Australia. Great. Um, so it's quite a spread. And that leads us into our first question for you today. Tyson, what are strata and community titles exactly? How are they different and how are they different to Torrens title? Yeah, so strata titles, uh, they're, they're a fun type of property to be in. Uh, I'm sure people have heard a lot of things, uh, you know, with noise and behavior and, and pets barking. Um, basically, the main difference between a Torrens title and a strata or community is that in a Torrens title, you look after the maintenance yourself. You can have as many pets as you want. You can do pretty well whatever you like without consulting anyone else except local governmental authorities. In a strata title or community title, you have the other owners that need to approve whether you want to have a pet or say you want to put an air conditioner in. And if if my gutters are leaking, uh, then the strata has to pay for it. What that means is all owners as a collective uh, must pay for the repairs to the common property, which is the buildings in most cases. Yep. So it's the it's the common property effectively that is the the fundamental difference, I guess, between Torrens and Strata and Community. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So when it comes to Strata and Community, the difference between those two titles is that a Strata title they no longer make those titles anymore. They come under the Community Title Act if you want to do that development. Mm-hmm. And in a Community Title, in most cases the owner is responsible for their own maintenance and you generally just have to maintain the common property in the community right. title. In a strata title, all owners are responsible for the maintenance because the buildings generally fall under common property. So a strata title, maintenance would be all the owner's responsibility. In a community title, the owner of that particular unit would maintain its own property. Mm-hmm. That's some of the big differences there. Yep. Okay. Um, so I want to scratch further into that. Yeah. Um, when you as a body corporate manager are engaged by a group of owners who share some common property, what exactly are they paying you for? What are the types of things that you are managing on their behalf? Well, that's, that's a common question and many owners ask that question. Quite often they think the quarterly fees that they pay into strata comes into the strata manager's pocket. That's not the case. Uh, the quarterly fee uh, consists of a budget. The budget consists of a number of items and one item is the management fee, which is our services to help assist run that body corporate. We've actually created a flyer uh, in relation to that question. 
and it's called Understanding Body Corporate Finances. And some of the things we highlight in this flyer of where the owner's money goes towards, things like painting, external painting. We've got gardening, they may have a common garden. Uh, you've got external maintenance, so woodwork, the upkeep of the gutters, things like that. Some stratas are quite elaborate. There may be pools or gyms or saunas or mm -hmm. that sort of facility. So money goes towards maintaining those contracts in place. Gutter cleaning. Some properties are gated. So there might be a common gate. So you've got to pay for common gate maintenance or annual maintenance every year. Uh, things like common electricity. You might have common lighting to light up a common walkway or common driveway. And you've also got common water use. So there may be a common garden that needs to be watered. And also uh, services like our services or even insurances come into that budget. Yep. Tyson, when someone is looking to buy such a property, what kind of things should they be looking out for? Can you give us any questions that an investor should be asking of the vendor or the sales agents with regards to uh, the body corporate? Absolutely. Whether you're an investor or an owner, the first thing to look out for is whether this property suits your needs. We have a lot of people that buy units or townhouses and they may have a large family sometimes these properties do not suit larger families uh, also many people that purchase these properties have multiple cars but they buy a property that has one garage or one car park mm. or in some cases no car parking so you've really got to identify is this property right for me uh, whether you're an investor or an owner occupier after you've decided that the property's what you like you then need to delve into, is the property self-managed or professionally managed? The reason why I say that, because if a property is self-managed, you want to make sure that they're doing the right things, meaning are they compliant with legislation? Have they been maintaining the property? Have they been having meetings? Now, there are a lot of properties out there that are self-managed and very well run. But on the flip side, there's a number of properties out there that are self-managed and not well maintained, not compliant, and, and you've got to make sure that if you're buying into a property like that, you know exactly what you're buying into. If it's professionally managed, <clears throat> then that's great, but I would suggest you look at how many years has it been professionally managed. We sometimes have properties that will go to a professional manager because sales are happening. So if you're an investor or an owner-occupier, read the minutes. The minutes come in something called a Section 41 or a Section 139. A Section 41 for strata and a Section 139 for community. That's information the body corporate will provide you when you're purchasing the property. Now, if the property only has a manager for one year, then I'd be looking a little bit more into the history of the property and why they've gone to management now. Mm -hmm. That's a concern. It may be a good concern or a not so good concern, but it's something and a question you should be asking. Mm -hmm. Once you've found that information out, the next area to be looking for is, does the property I'm looking at have a healthy sinking fund? The sinking fund is a fund that's used for capital works for the future. Now, many properties, and you might be buying a property that could be 30 or 40 years old, a lot of the property may not have been maintained or gutters, external painting, roofing, maybe the original from 30 or 40 years ago. So when you purchase into a property, 
you may be up for more expenses in the coming years. So coming back to a sinking fund, if you're looking at a property and it has a healthy sinking fund, you can be assured that the members of that complex are prepared for maintenance to come in the future. So if I was looking at a property that had a $100 sinking fund compared to a $35,000 sinking fund, I think I'd be looking towards the $35,000 property in the sinking fund because I know there's money there to be spent for works and I'm not going to, my pocket's not going to be hit within a year or two potentially of me buying into the property. Okay. After that, look at what resolutions have been made. Resolutions meaning, can I have pets? Can I have Foxtel? Where's my antenna going to go? Do I have any special parking arrangements? So those resolutions are key to your enjoyment or use of the property. You do not want to buy a property and find out that there's a no pet policy and you love pets. You don't want to find out that there's a resolution that says no reverse cycle air conditioning, only EVAPs or vice versa. Mm -hmm. You really want to make sure that you know what you want before you purchase a property. And that could go for any property. But specifically with a body corporate, you need to look at these areas because once you've purchased, you're in it. Mm-hmm. You know, so you really want to make sure that the vendor who's uh, selling the property is forth- forthcoming in giving you the information. And if they don't have it, ask them to get it off the existing members mm-hmm. or the strata manager. Yep. Yeah, I hope that helps some of your listeners there. Yeah, Matt. some fantastic questions in there. And um, just uh, one of the things I wanted to touch on is uh, the minutes that you referred to. The minutes are, I guess, the, the the notes that are taken during an annual general meeting. Correct. Yeah. And that's uh, it's obviously an annual meeting that's held by the body corporate managers. What is discussed at an annual general meeting? Who comes along? Do owners need to attend? Yeah, so... As you said, Matthew, uh, once a year this meeting happens. So it really is where all the action takes place. At the meeting, it discusses what happened in the past 12 months and what's going to happen for the next 12 months. So if you want to really know what's happening in the place that you live or the place that you've invested in, attend, attend this meeting because it's your chance to have a say. It's your chance to find out exactly what we're budgeting for and what your quarterly contributions are going towards. It's your chance to also put some quotes in if you want to have any maintenance done or, or any preferred works. You can go and voice your opinions at this meeting. So the annual general meeting has to uh, talk about insurances for the building, talks about the last 12 months of finances, it's setting a budget for the next 12 months, and any special conditions that may come up that require approval. So it's very imperative that you you do attend that meeting. If you can't make the meeting, you'll have a proxy form. Mm -hmm. This is if you're generally managed by a professional company, they'll send you a proxy form and fill out the proxy form with your votes. Don't just discard it. Have a say because your vote is counted at these meetings. Now, a body corporate just doesn't have a annual general meeting. They could also have a general meeting or a uh, extraordinary general meeting depending on what's required through the year. So a general meeting might just be discussing about uh, some extended maintenance works or um, an extraordinary meeting could be that someone wants to have an air conditioner put in or have a pet approval. Now there's minutes off those meetings as well 
and it's important that you are up to date with whatever activity is happening in your body corporate. Yeah, very good. Um, thank you for your, your time today, Tyson. I think you've covered some of the hairy bits of community titles and strata titles and body corporate management and everything in between. Um, but if people want more information or some advice, Tyson, how can people reach you? Yeah, so we've got a website, which is www.acebodycorp.com.au. And our phone number is uh, 83421544. And uh, I also have an email, but all my details are on the website. You can email me at uh, tyson at acebodycorp.com.au. And I'm happy to talk to any of your clients or people that want to know more about Strata or if they have any questions or concerns that they're currently in and want a second opinion, happy to help out. Thank you very much. And um, we'll put those details into the um, the comments. Thank you. Um, I'm afraid that's all we've got time for, but we certainly look forward to having you back. And thank you for joining us too. We hope you found Tyson's insights to be useful. If you have any questions for Tyson, as he said, he's uh, happy to hear from you. Similarly, if you have any questions queries or feedback for us, please send it in, comment below or email hello at rosieandrosie.com.au. We'd love to hear from you too. It's been a pleasure having you with us, but it's time for us to go. Until next time, I'm Matthew from Rosie and Rosie helping you invest in property with confidence. Wow.